They say this cat brother Craig is a bad brother. Hush your mouth. But I'm talking about Hatchet. Then we can dig it. The really real deal with brother Craig, the Hatchet Man, every Saturday. Who is the Hatchet Man? Where is the Hatchet Man? Who is this Hatchet Man and where can we find him? Okay, okay. Brother Craig is the Hatchet Man and you can find him at WMTW 820 The Answer. The really real deal with Brother Craig, the Hatchet Man, on 820 AM WNTW. Now, no more water, you guys. Please. Feeling my way through the darkness. Guided by a beating heart. I can't tell where the journey will end. But I know where to start. They tell me I'm too young to understand They say I'm caught up in a dream Well, life will pass me by if I don't open up my eyes So that's fine by me So wake me up when it's all over When I'm wiser and I'm older All this time I was finding myself in Welcome to the program, Virginia. Your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig, coming at you live here as we listen to a little bit of uh, Avicii. Uh, Wake me up when it's over. And uh, I'm telling you folks, you know, that a, a better title for that song would be I Didn't Know I Was Lost. I'm, I'm serious. We have a lot of lost folks out here that do not understand they're falling victim to the Democrat PSYOPs program that's being run. Uh, it's being run to perfection, folks. And um, it's uh, and it's, it's, it's a very ugly, ugly thing to see. Uh, this has been a very ugly week in American history. Uh, a, an exciting news week, though, okay? A, a week in which a lot of things are happening, and they're all interrelated. And I want to thank you all for being there uh, to listen to what uh, your your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, humble little old country boy that I am, uh, you folks, uh, kind folks out there listening and wanting to know, uh, you know, what does the hatchet man think of all this? Well, the hatchet man is going to tell you. I'm going to tell you exactly uh, what I think about this. Let's look at uh, what's going on, folks. The simple fact of the matter is we are at war, and there are many of us that do not know that we are at war. This is not a new war. This is a very old war. This is a war between good and evil. This is a war between light and darkness. This is a war for the soul of this nation. There are only two nations on this planet that are formed with respect of God, and that's the United States of America and Israel. The only two. The only two in our Declaration of Independence. The founders, as imperfect as they were, OK. And I really I really I feel bad to have to even qualify them by saying as imperfect as they were, because for men of not only their era, but for men of any era. The greatness that these men accomplished should outweigh 
by 99 to 1 the negatives. It really, really should. It, it should outweigh it by a ton. And, I'm, and, you know, and I know Robert E. Lee was not a founding father, but I would lump Robert E. Lee into that category of, you know, a flawed human being like all human beings are flawed, okay? But you don't, you don't hear the coalition of evil talking about their flaws. You hear the coalition of evil to include the Democrat Party, okay? They are the leaders. They are the current leaders of this coalition of evil. They've taken over leadership of this coalition. I would say they've taken over the leadership of it from uh, Islam. Islam is a member of the coalition of evil. But there was a time when they were the driving force for, for centuries. They were the driving force, killing millions, hundreds of millions of people they have killed. But see, this is modern warfare. Modern warfare, they go at the idea. They go at the heart. They go at the mind. They go at the spirit. They go at the soul. This is modern warfare. They don't want you to obey the first commandment. They don't want me to obey the first commandment. And that's our real sin, folks. Our real sin in their eyes, in the eyes of this coalition of evil, because this is a spiritual battle, okay? And I'm not, you know, I'm not going to get into this, this, this part about we wrestle not against flesh. I, I get that, okay? But I'm not a theologian. I'm not a theologian. I'm not a pastor. I'm not a, you know, I'm not a minister. I'm just a humble layman. I'm a, I am a lay leader, a Christian warrior. Okay, they, what I do for Christ, they don't teach this at seminary. Okay, you can be a full-fledged homosexual and go to seminary and get a degree. You can't be that and come up under Brother Craig the Hatchet Man and get tutored. I'm telling you, you can't. You can be imperfect, but you can't wear your imperfection on your sleeve. You just can't do that. In the Democrat Party, you can do that. In the Republican Party, you cannot do that. Doesn't make Republicans perfect. But I think on the Republican side of the aisle, you have more people that in their humanity, okay, and we're all, at the end of the day, folks, we're all just human beings. In their humanity, I think you are more like, this is not all of them, this is not a blanket statement, but it's more likely to be true of a Republican, and that is an absolute fact. And it boils my blood when I hear Republicans agree with Democrats. Oh, well, you know, there's there's evil on both sides. Well, we know that. A smart-ass man tried to tell Jesus, oh, you're such a good man. And what did Jesus reply? Why sayest thou that I am good? Knoweth not thou that there is none good save the Father? None, none, none. I think that includes your friendly neighborhood hatchet man. I think that includes Donald Trump. 
I think that might even include Barack Hussein Obama. That includes all these self-righteous Muslims preening every time there's an, a, there's one of their fellow uh, Muslims that read the same holy book, pull off one of these stunts where they kill. There, This time they've driven a car and killed 14 people. And it takes the authorities. How long does it take the authorities to say, you know, it was a Muslim male that did this? We have police officers assassinated, assassinated in Florida. Have they said even now, they, I've not heard a report to say, well, it was a black male, it was a, a Democrat, it was a Muslim. But let it have been a white male. You would have heard that right away. And I'm not a white man. I'm not making an apology for white men. They're capable of doing that. Well, some of them are capable of doing that themselves. I wish the rest of them would just grow a pair. And I mean onions. And I don't mean baby pearls. This is the problem in this nation. The two sides, only one side knows we are at war. And the other side, most of our side, do not know we're at war. They're so afraid of the concept of warfare, true warfare. I don't mean a skirmish here or skirmish there. I mean warfare for the whole ball of wax, buddy. And that is where we are. And I've been saying it for years. I'm going to say it again. There are only two types of government. One that respects the fact that your rights and my rights are gifts from God Almighty. And that is it, folks. And what does it mean to say that your rights come from God? Number one, when you're a baby in your mother's womb, you are an autonomous individual. You are a child of God. I don't care if you grow up to be Hitler or the Ayatollah. I don't care who you grow up to be. You can grow up to be good or bad. That, at that point, that is not known. What is known is that you are not the property of the Democrat Party. You are not the property of Islam, not the nation of Islam, not uh, the Ayatollah of Islam. You are not the property of the, the, the physical earthly father, the sperm donor. You are not the property of the woman that is carrying you in the womb. You are the property of God Almighty. And only God gives you your life. Only God gives you your freedom. Only God determines who you are and what you are. And it is up to you to do something with that. Now, the other side, what do they take that freedom? What do they do with it? Do they acknowledge, as our founding fathers acknowledged in the Declaration of Independence, that, our right, that we are created, but we have a creator, and that the purpose of government is not to grant rights. Because, see, folks, once you give government the power to start granting rights, you necessarily have to give government the right to abridge rights, amend rights, deny rights. And government has none of that. Government has one function, one function, to defend the rights that God gave. Government, of uh, the government, you are supposed to be watchmen on the wall, and they are not that. 
I am a watchman on the wall. The book of Isaiah says, O America, our place, watchman upon thy walls, who will not keep silent day or night, day nor night, ye who make mention of the Lord. That's me. That's your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig. And I'm sick and tired of all these so-called preachers out here Supposed to be watchmen on the wall. I'm sick and tired of all these so-called Republican legislators out here. Supposed to be watchmen on the wall. And I, I have particular angst against these Negro preachers. And I know ever since uh, these events in Charlottesville, uh, they're just having a ball. Oh, yeah, they are. Ku Klux Klan is back. These are Republicans. They hated all Barack or Hussein Obama. Well, they wouldn't say Hussein. They would just say Barack. They would say President Obama. Okay? Well, I treat him the same way I treat Trump. I've heard people, oh, well, you should say President. Look, I'm founder and president of the First Amendment, Inc. I'll say what I want to say. If I want to say Trump, I'm going to say Trump. If I want to say Obama, I'm going to say Obama. Everybody knows they're the president. I don't need to be redundant. I'm dealing with what people don't know. And there, there's a lot that people don't know about these things, okay? Now, I'm a little long with my opening, but I got a lot. It's been a long week, folks. OK. And, you know, back when I was on five days a week, I could let it out every day. But now I only get to let it out on Saturday. So I apologize for being long. But look, we're going to take our first break. And when we come back, we are going to unpack these events in Charlottesville, these police executions, the what's happening in Madrid. Uh, we're going to unpack uh, the brilliant, the great press conference that Donald Trump gave and how Democrats and Republicans are trying to trick you into thinking uh, Trump gave a bad press conference and that he had, should apologize for something. And we're going to unpack Richmond native Steve Bannon. Uh, and at some point in the program, folks, we're going to take your phone calls. But first, I got a lot to say. We're going to take a break. A man and his microphone. Brother Craig. I tried carrying the weight of the world, but I only have two hands. Hope I get the chance to travel the world, but I don't have any plans. Wish that I could stay forever this young, not afraid to close my eyes. Life's a game made for everyone, and love is the prize. So wake me up when it's all over When I'm wiser and I'm older All this time I was finding myself And I didn't know I was lost So wake me up when it's all over When I'm wiser and I'm older All this time I was finding myself And I Hello, Virginia. Brother Craig here with a little message about giving out of the abundance that God has blessed you with. If this great nation is going to be saved, 
then we in the Christian Conservative Constitutional Coalition have to be in the vanguard. There are so many brave and God-fearing groups and individuals engaged in the battle of this rendezvous with destiny. There are social welfare groups like the Salvation Army at SalvationArmyUSA.org. Military groups like Special Operations Wounded Warriors at SOWWCharity.com. Christian groups like the Virginia Christian Alliance at VAChristian.org and SaltAndLightCouncil.org. And there's also churches and others, many, many very worthy groups out here doing the Lord's work. So we support not only our own group, TheFirstAmendmentInc.com, which keeps us on the air. But the main thing for you, the listener, is to give. Give somewhere, give generously, and give often. And give in the measure that God has given to you. Thank you, Virginia, and God bless you. Hey, brother, there's an endless road to rediscover. Know the water sweet but blood is thicker. Welcome back to the program, Virginia. Your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig, coming back at you live here on Virginia's big dog radio program, the really real deal. And I, you know, I'm you know, folks, I used to have a saying, do I have to write everything in crayon for these people? Okay? It is it is it um it never ceases to amaze me. Okay, it never these this is not rocket science. It really is not. Now, why? Why am I the only person in radio or TV that is willing to say that Jason Kessler was a Democrat operative? And that this was a setup by Terry McAuliffe, uh, probably higher than him. Okay, he wants to be president. All right. The mayor of Charlottesville wants to be a congressman. I mean, this has set up written all over it. This is not difficult to ascertain. But what do you get from Republicans? I understand there's no Democrat that's going to uh, out these people. I, I get that. We are at war. The sides have been chosen. Okay. And it's not, there's nothing new about this, folks, okay? The Democrat Party is always, uh, mark my words, folks, you look through their history. They are always the party of violence and hatred. I've documented it. And I'm not the first and the only one to document that, but it seems like I'm the only one willing to say it in 2017, I mean, the founder of the modern Democrat Party was Andrew Jackson. What is he famous for? The Indian Resettlement Act of 1830. So from 1829 to 1841, 12 years, the Democrat Party held the White House. Okay, two terms for Andrew Jackson, one term for Martin Van Buren. What happened to the Native Americans in that time? Anyone recall the Trail of Tears? Democrats. Democrats. Okay, relocating Native Americans from their eastern ancestral homelands to areas west of the Mississippi River, mostly in Oklahoma. Thousands died. 
and now the amount that have died, they're all over the map. I had, you know, one site that says 840 of the Cherokee Nation died, and most most sites agree that in the just the Cherokee Nation alone, between 3,000 and 4,000 died. That's just one tribe, folks. Then there were other tribes, plus those that died because the Seminoles down in Florida refused to go, and they fought for seven years before, you know, they were, they were finally, I mean, the numbers were not in their favor. And so when you include those that died uh, trying to fight and stay, those that died from starvation and the elements, the, folks, these people were marched in the winter, Okay. 25% of them died on the way. So the numbers get up to around 10,000. Thank you, Democrat Party. Now, lest you think that the Democrat Party changed, or and, and again, who opposed, was there opposition to this? Yes, there was. They were the Whigs, the precursors to the Republicans. You see, it started out under, under Jefferson, they were called the Democrat slash Republican Party, okay? Because we are a democratic republic. We're not a democracy, a democratic republic. We have elements of both. One man, one vote, but the, the republic, the Republican part has minority protection in it. And so you don't have mob rule under democracy. If you get uh, 50% plus one, then the 49% can hang it up, okay? So... This is, uh, and you know, and this is why, uh, to tell you the truth, the Democrat Party switched who they divide. They're still divisive, but they were on the side of the white Southerners. Now the Democrat Party wants to throw the uh, anybody that's white, Christian, capitalist, conservative. Oh, they throw us under the bus. And you know, you can be a capitalist or Christian or conservative and not be white, they still throw you under the bus. You know, the hatred that I get from my own black brothers, my own black so-called Christian brothers and sisters, the hatred from my alma mater. I can't go give a speech to Charles City High School. I'm a 1978 graduate of Charles City High School. I can't give a speech to Virginia Commonwealth University. I am a 2003 graduate of Virginia Commonwealth University. Now, if I wanted to go, go there and spout the Democrat lies, I'd be welcome. But I deal in truth, so I'm not welcome. Fine. I'll take it. My big brother, Jesus Christ, stood and told and spoke truth. All his apostles stood and spoke truth. I'm going to stand and speak truth. The only question is for you, listener, what are you going to do? Okay? We'll talk about it more on the other side of the bottom of the hour break. Right, you tell him, James Brown. This is a man's world, but it wouldn't be nothing without our women 
and our girls. Welcome back to the program, Virginia. Your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig, coming back at you live here on the Big Dog for Talk Radio in the state of Virginia. Look, we might as well just tell the truth. I'm probably the big dog in the United States of America, okay? And so it's just a matter of time before <laughs> this program goes national. I mean, every corner of the planet needs to hear this. And, you know, there have been times when uh, some of my writings and uh, uh, interviews have gone uh, national and have actually gone around the planet. I can remember um, back when there was this big flap at Glen Allen High School and I, I did a, a TV interview at Channel 12 about it. Uh, you know, Glen Allen is a very prosperous area. You have uh, black, white, Hispanic, uh, Asian. You, you really, you have the whole world out there in the West End of Richmond, okay? Uh, it, it looks like the United Nations when you go to the mall. And these are, you know, these are wealthy families. There are no projects out there. There, there are no ghetto areas out there. There are no trailer parks out there. Okay, these and these kids, not only are they from families that are solid middle class or upper middle class, not only that, they've been getting along fine with each other. Fine. They've been for years, ever ever since kindergarten, they've been getting along. Okay, and so um, Black History Month of last year, uh, someone had the bright idea to hire a Negro from VCU, and uh, yes, that was not a slip of the tongue. A Negro, a poverty pimp Negro, okay? Because these people that major in uh, ethnic studies, gender studies, queer studies, these are not scholars. These are Democrat operatives planted on college campuses to divide, not unite, to divide. Because these kids did not even know they had a problem. They did, they just, they're just treating people the way Paul writes in God's holy word. There is no black, no white, no male, no female, no rich, no poor, no Jew, no Gentile. But all are of one blood in Jesus Christ. And that's the life they were living. In comes a Democrat operative plays a video for them at a, at a school assembly during Black History Month. And all of a sudden, kids that have been getting along forever, their entire lives, all of a sudden, they're snipping. And a, fr well, a good friend of mine, uh, Don Blake, chairman of the uh, Virginia Christian Alliance, his granddaughter was one of these kids that was visibly upset and, and literally crying to her grandfather. And so Don calls me, uh, Channel 12 shows up, Don and I do an interview, and the next thing you know, that interview is uh, seen by Fox. Then we'd, I do a Fox interview, I write an article, and the next thing you know, folks are talking about it in England, in Canada, everywhere. And so which side is divisive? And which side is interested in unity? So you see, my side... I don't apologize. I'm sick of these Republicans always apologizing. I'm sick of them. We need to primary these weaklings, these blueberry tarts. And we need real men and real women, real Christians, real Christians. 
the pain of the crucifixion of Jesus Christ, the deaths of 11 of the 12 apostles. And you're going to tell me you can't stand someone to call you a name? The names I've been called, the death threats I've received over the years. And we got a, a Negro out in, uh, where is it? Where's this chick from? Um, ugly chick, too. From yeah, And that's from her ugly spirit. This chick, I forget, uh, Missouri or somewhere out, out in the Midwest. But she's a state legislator. Democrat, of course. Call for the assassination of Donald Trump and will not apologize. She's been called on to resign, you know, and that's a waste of breath. These, I mean, Republicans are silly. This is why I call them low-fat Republicans, okay? Democrats doing what Democrats do. I mean, would you, if you were the zookeeper at a zoo, and an alligator got loose and started wreaking havoc, would you ask the alligator to apologize? The alligator is doing what alligators do. Democrats are doing what Democrats do. Why would you ask them to apologize rather than oppose them? You don't ask for the uh, uh, alligator now. Mr. Alligator, I want you to stop what you're doing now. Cease and desist. I have, a, I have a sternly worded letter here from the United Nations. I want you to get back in your cage, and I want you to write a letter apologizing to the person you bit on the leg. I mean, give, come on, people. Do I have to write everything in crayon? This is ridiculous. This is what Democrats do. Now, let me go back and give you the Democrat Party History, I started with um, Old Hickory, all right? Um, former President Andrew Jackson. Now, Jackson and Van Buren, they did the relocation of Native Americans west of the Mississippi where 10,000 or more died. These are also the people that were part of what was known as the, the Knights of the Golden Circle, now, the Knights of the Golden Circle wanted to take the, the southeastern slave states in the United States. They wanted to join up with Mexico, Cuba, the Caribbean islands, and the, 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 the uppermost nations of South America. And their plan was uh, prior to, um, you know, they, 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 they were upset that the Civil War hopped off when it did because they wanted to annex Mexico, annex Cuba, annex the, the Caribbean islands, and annex these northern nations in South America. And then uh, once they had, they wanted um, Mexico to have 25 states, uh, and in combination with the states in the south, then they felt like they would have states to outnumber the northern states which were mostly anti-slavery. Now, not that everyone in the North was anti-slavery, nor was everyone in the North a Republican. Let's make that clear now, okay? There were, you know, same thing in the South. It's not that everyone in the South was a slaveholder or even pro-slavery. This is just simply not the case. But the power brokers were. The power brokers, well, let me, let me be 
let me calm down and be 100% accurate. Most of the power brokers were. There were even, there were even people in the uh, Confederacy that knew that they would not survive if they maintained slavery, okay? And they were, they, they, now, they were greatly outnumbered. And so uh, once uh, President Lincoln, uh, when he started losing the war, once he brought the slavery issue on board in order to get the moral justification uh, for the war that they then were losing, that turned the war because of the passion that people had that, and, and pr- again, primarily Republicans wanted to end slavery. It's same way with when uh, in previous generations you had the Whigs slash National Republicans. They wanted to leave the Native Americans alone. All right? And so you always have this, 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 this tension between Republicans, i.e., people who want a republic. In a republic, the law is, is reigning supreme. The law. And all follow the law. You become a nation of law, not a nation of men. In a democracy, you are a, basically you are a nation of men. Once you get 51% or more, you get to run the table. That's not a nation of law. That's a nation of men. And, folks, nothing has changed. Nothing has changed. And it angers me that I keep having to explain this to Republicans. This is foundational. Okay, and the Christian roots of it are are foundational. The simple fact that the two forms of government is not 20 forms of government or 10 forms or a dozen forms or four or five forms. It's two forms. One form honors the greatest minority there is, the individual. And it says your rights, they don't come from the Republican Party. Your rights don't come from the Democrat Party. Your rights don't come from Trump. They don't come from Obama. They don't come from Bush. Your rights don't come from Zuckerberg. Your rights don't come from, um, uh, you know, any of the any 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 fellow human being. They come from God, and your fellow human beings can merely help you defend and secure your rights against those who would take them from you. And folks, that is always the coalition of evil that wants to take your rights from you and enforce a rule of man rather than a rule of God. Because being that they are satanic in nature, they want to sit on God's throne. This is in the word of God. This is not the word of Brother Craig. This is the word of God. Satan, Lucifer, the fallen angel, the angel of light, vowed when he was kicked out of heaven that, hey, I'm coming back. I'm taking over, Jack. That's Satan. That's the same Lucifer that the godfather of the modern Democrat Party, Saul Alinsky, the man that Barack Hussein Obama idolized and taught his methods. You can pull it up on the Internet and see him standing at a blackboard, diagramming this same stuff out that Saul Alinsky diagrammed out, teaching people how to be demons, how to be divisive. And Hillary Clinton wrote her thesis on this man. These people, they idolized Saul Alinsky. And in his book, Rules for Radicals, where he taught these Democrats who used to just, they used to be just an annoyance back when they were flipping cars over in the middle of the street, setting them on fire. They were doing the same thing, their grandchildren, Antifa. Antifa does that now. 
They were taught this by their father, the devil. The father of lies. And the Republicans can't seem to say what Jesus Christ said. Ye are of your father, the devil. And there is no truth in him. There's no truth in you. He was the father of lies, and you are a liar. And Jesus further said that it's truth that's going to make you free. Antifa is not going to make you free. Black Lives Matter is not going to make you free. Nancy Pelosi and Barack Obama are not going to make you free. Donald Trump is not going to make you free. Brother Craig is not going to make you free. Well, on that last point, I may, as an instrument of the Lord, if I stay true to that and speak truth. Because what Jesus did say was that ye shall know the truth, and it is the truth that shall make you free. The truth. And there's not enough truth going on. The Democrats lie, and the Republicans know that they're lying, but they make a calculation that their lie is so big and so powerful and so pervasive, and the Democrats have had control of the educational system so long that there's no point in speaking the truth. It's just like the apostles said in the book of John. Again, it's the word of God, not the word of Brother Craig. They said, this is a hard teaching. Who will be able to follow it? Isn't that, I mean, this is the apostles of Jesus Christ saying that. So again, folks, this is a human thing. This is human beings being weak. See, not everybody can be like David. He was the youngest of his brothers. And he said to Saul, thy servant will go and utterly destroy this unclean Philistine. And they looked at little young David and they said, well, but you are but a youth. And he has been a warrior from his youth. Well, you little bitty thing, you, you don't even have a sword. You don't have armor. Here, take this armor. David couldn't even put the armor on. And so David could not use the weapons that the cowardly men used. David took a smooth stone from a brook, okay? Something hard that was made smooth by the water of truth and threw it at the head of the enemy. And that's all I'm doing, folks. I'm taking hard truth taken from the, 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 the running waters of the Lord, and I'm throwing it at the enemy's head. And I'm telling you, if I had more help from so-called Republicans, and certainly if I had help from these so-called preachers, that's you, Reverend Chickenfoot, okay? That's you, Reverend Pulpit Poverty Pimp Preacher. That's you. And I know a lot of these, particularly the pulpit pimps, they're not going to do it. That's why the deacon has to do it. That's why the elder has to do it. That's why just the member sitting in the pew, you have to find someone in your church and you have to go to that person. You have whether uh, the, the senior deacon, I don't care, he could be the newest deacon. 
might have to be the newest one, okay? Because <laughs> if these if these jokers that's been uh, being deacons all these years, if they had the onions to do it, it would have been done by now. They wouldn't have to need me to come along and write it in crayon every week. Nine years I've been writing it in crayon. Election after election, issue after issue, I get it right, the, the, the experts get it wrong, and folks still don't want to hear it. But then again, there's nothing new under the sun. They wouldn't listen to Jesus. They're not going to listen to me. But hopefully there's someone out there that will. Let's open the phone lines up. We're going to take our quarter to the hour break right now. And, uh, and I want you guys to listen to the uh, our giving ad, okay? And as I say in that ad, you know, it's important that you be a giver somewhere, okay? I was appalled to find out that only 7% of churchgoers pay a 10% tithe. Now, this is probably higher than that. I think they're counting those that pay the whole 10% to the church. There are many people, and I really respect this, there are many people that put their tithe in a tithe account and the church gets their portion and then they dole it out where they see fit. I think that's wonderful. Okay, and I know I'll get some pu- some pushback from churches on that, but at a minimum, people that do that, they get in the tithing habit. And as God prospers them, the portion of their 10% that the church gets, it will grow. Why? Because their, their 10% will grow. You know, because 10% of a $30,000 income, hey, once that income hits 50000 100000 the 10% grows. And so the, the portion that can be spread around grows because there are needs everywhere, everywhere. Salvation Army, you know, um, your, your church, your church certainly has needs, okay? You know, when they turn those lights on, that doesn't come from uh, the lightning in heaven. That comes from dominion power, folks. And the same thing here in this studio with this this power that's coming over the micro over the uh, over the airwaves. You know, I supply the spiritual power, but Dominion Power supplies the electrical power. Well, actually, the, the Holy Spirit supplies the spiritual power. But anyway, listen to this. We're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to open the phone lines up. 804-454-1366 is the number. 804 804- Four five four one three six six. A man and his microphone, Brother Craig. Hello, Virginia. Brother Craig here with a little message about giving out of the abundance that God has blessed you with. If this great nation is going to be saved, then we in the Christian Conservative Constitutional Coalition have to be in the vanguard. There are so many brave and God-fearing groups and individuals engaged in the battle of this rendezvous with destiny. There are social welfare groups like the Salvation Army at SalvationArmyUSA.org. Military groups like Special Operations Wounded Warriors at SOWWCharity.com. Christian groups like the Virginia Christian Alliance at VAChristian.org. And 
saltandlightcouncil.org. And there's also churches and others, many, many very worthy groups out here doing the Lord's work. So we support not only our own group, thefirstamendmentinc.com, which keeps us on the air, but the main thing for you, the listener, is to give. Give somewhere, give generously, and give often. And give in the measure that God has given to you. Thank you, Virginia, and God bless you. Virginia, your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig, coming back at you live here as we listen to a little bit of uh, Aretha Franklin telling you to think, folks, and uh, she's got it right. It's all about freedom, folks, and, uh, you know, and this is where it's at, you know. Um, this is, again, this is the word of God, not the word of uh, Brother Craig, and this is from the book of Nehemiah, and it came to pass that... Oh, I'm in the wrong spot here. Okay, but it came to pass that when Sanballat, Tobiah, and the Arabians, and the Ammonites, and the Ashadites heard that the walls of America, I know it says Jerusalem, folks, that the walls of America were made up and that the breaches began to be stopped, they were angry. They were wroth. They were wroth with anger, and they conspired all of them together to come and fight and hinder it. Okay. And that's, that's where it's at. Now we got Edison here calling us from Chesterfield County. Edison, are you familiar with uh, Nehemiah in, in God's holy word? Yes, sir. I'm, I am, sir. Yeah. What, what do you think about that as far as uh, what's going on today uh, in the United States of America? Do you see uh, the election of Trump as, uh, you know, his, 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 his catchphrase says it all, make America great again. Isn't that a, a modern Nehemiah? Not to say that he's doing a perfect job of it, but certainly the sentiment, when I hear that, I think of Nehemiah. You know, build the walls around Jerusalem, build the walls around America. And I'm not just talking about the physical border wall. That's one part of it. But I'm talking about the walls around our children, the walls around our educational system, the walls around our health care, the walls around our economy. Okay, the walls around our churches, the spiritual walls. We're at war, brother. Yeah, we are at war, you know, uh, you know, brother Craig, I, I now I got to read Nehemiah again. Uh, you what now? And read it. I, I, I got to sit down and read it. Uh, but you know, I, this whole thing while I was sitting there thinking, you know, you we were talking about the, it's not the minister here, it's not that, you know. But the Bible talks about it. Paul talks about it. The Lord talks about it. The Spirit talks about it. He says, "Where is the wise? Where is the scribe? Where is the spirit world? Has God not taken the foolish things of this world to confound the wise? The man's wisdom, He said, I knew not God. I, I, mm-hmm. I, I knew not. Uh, in man's wisdom, I knew not." But uh, well, that's God why reveals I, his that's truth to one to another. <laughs> and, 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 and that's all I'm saying is, is he said, he said 
you know, where, who was Paul? Who was Cephas? So he names all. He said, I baptized none of you. I thank God. I, 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 he named a couple. He baptized. He said, I thank God. I baptized none of you. You know? And he was just fed up with it. And, and uh, you know, uh, but I, I just, I'm there with this thing, too. I, I just get upset sometimes. I really don't understand. I'm, I'm not a, uh, a guy that really adheres to thinking I know a lot. Uh, I, the more I long, and the longer I live, brother Greg, the less I think I know. Well, what you know something, it's brother. Let, you just let, let said a mouthful, though. Go, go well, ahead. Let me say one little thing. Okay. Here's where it is. You know, I am so tired of hearing about Trump. You know, I mean, he's just a man. God knows what this man's doing. God's got it control. I don't know what he's going to plan to do with this guy, but I tell you something: everybody is against the guy. I mean, he can't look. I, I, I don't. I don't go along with um, the Confederacy, and I don't. I don't like. Uh, the, the, Ku Klux Klan, uh, now, David Duke, Addison, and that statue you... bunch. But here's the thing: you got statues out here. Listen, Jefferson had slaves. That's not. That doesn't say it's right. But but th- it was wrong. But where does this end? You can't just didn't Hitler code. Hold on, Edison. I need to get a word in edgewise oh, here. Sorry, okay. Now okay, you you let, let me I'm just sorry. let me. Let me just share something with you and and to our listening audience. And, and then we got one minute before the break. Slavery. Yeah. Is a was a worldwide issue. It was not something invented by the founding fathers. When this nation was founded, slavery existed already. So yes. the founding fathers inherited slavery. They did not create slavery. Yes, sir. Okay, now true, yes. they could have eradicated it right at the founding, but then the the entire nation, the 13 colonies, there would not have been a nation. So was it better to not have a nation or to have a nation and then down the road eradicate slavery. It's something to think about. But we at we at we are literally at the top of the hour break. So I'm I, sorry. Uh, no, I don't apologize, brother. Your words are I wise. You're a good no. man. I appreciate your comments. Thank you, sir. Thank you. All right, folks. We're gonna take our top of the hour news break. 804-454-1366 is the number. 804 804- Four five four one three six six. Best news and talk. AM eight twenty. WNTW Chester is the answer. Who let the dogs out? Who let the dogs out? Welcome back to the program, Virginia. Your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, brother Craig, the big dog for talk radio here in the state of Virginia. And uh, and I'm telling you the truth, folks. I, sometimes I feel like the big dog in the entire United States. Uh, even though uh, they're, uh, you know, we're we're only heard here in Virginia, save those uh, few souls who listen online. And uh, we would, as a matter of fact, if you're out there online, we would love to hear from you. And uh, and also, if you're listening on 97.7 FM, we would love to hear from you. Okay. And the reason, well. There's more to I'm all, first of all, I'm always interested to know that we have listeners uh, in, in other states. And uh, but our AM tower was hit by a lightning strike last night. I just found out one of our uh, very, very dedicated uh, longtime listeners uh, called in to say that uh, the, the, the signal was not being heard. The program was not being heard on 820 a.m. And uh, and so I, I just found out, unbeknownst to me, uh, when I started the program, uh, I did not know that uh, lightning had taken out the AM tower, uh, but it has. And so uh, I don't know to what degree it has and how long it's going to take to get it repaired. 
but that is the case. So if you happen to be on 97.7 or if you happen to be online, we would love to hear from you. 804-454-1366 is the number. 804-454-1366. But we will go on with the program and you know and there's a there's a lot to say and you know i started out with um the the history of the democrat party and i think where i was was the golden knights of the golden circle and uh the knights of the golden circle as i stated in the first hour they wanted to have the united states annex areas south and, you know, they wanted 25 new states in Mexico. Uh, I think it was a handful of states in the northernmost part of South America, uh, plus Cuba and the Caribbean, uh, all to be slaveholding states. And, uh, and then secede and create a, a circle. And what it would have been would be like a circle around the um, Gulf of Mexico. And, uh, and now we got... Uh, uh, dependable dad calling in from California dad uh, uh and, and look let me just say Dr. Arthur Howard <laughs> oh come on <laughs> well dad you earned it right okay come on yeah, yeah. yeah. and I, and look it's see and, and dad is such a great guy and so humble and um but you're an inspiration uh, to your son-in-law here, Dad, and I just yeah, I know. Yeah. That's why I'm calling you. Let everybody know that I'm listening to you online in California. We're just a few miles uh, uh, west of Palm Springs. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. yeah. So now, Dad, what are your thoughts on uh, the goings-on of the week? The uh, and and Dad, you could speak to this as a as a former Democrat and uh, one who has seen the light and and also. Um, uh, already prior to um, learning about the Democrat Party was already a, a, a really man of God. And I, and I say that in all sincerity, uh, a, true, a true man of God, a man that really has understanding and seeks after the Lord. And um, what, do, you, do you see the, um, the, the, the lineup of not individuals, because uh, there are a lot of Christians that have not woken up yet, and they're good people, okay? Because I often say when I critique these two political parties, I'm not talking about you, Ma and Pa Democrat. And when I beat up on the low-fat Republicans, I'm, I'm careful to say I'm not talking about you, Ma and Pa Republican. But just the ideas that they espouse and the results that they get and the histories that they have do you see one party lining up uh you know in their imperfect human ways trying at least to line up more with god's will well i think so uh, i can let me talk about myself i was a democrat for years and uh when i met you through my daughter <laughs> And I uh, started reading the books that you were sending me. I got myself educated what the Democrats really stand for. And I find myself disagreeing with them on a lot of issues. Mm -hmm. And so I said, well, you know, if I disagree with that, then I'm not a Democrat. I must be a Republican. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I would encourage Christians to, yes, you love the Lord, so do I, but you need to become more aware 
or what's going on in your surrounding because any decision they make in Washington D.C. is going to affect you too, whether you're a Christian or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay? and your and look, and your 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 grandchildren when you when you're gone away from here. They are going to inherit what we set up. A lot of what Absolutely. we set up won't even affect us. It'll it'll affect Absolutely. future generations. Absolutely. You know, like all this debt that they have to repay. And uh, right. Thomas Jefferson made a statement that intergenerational debt was intergenerational theft. You are literally stealing from your grandchildren when you when you um, use. Uh, debt to be repaid in the future to pay for things that to to be done today for your own personal consumption right well that's one of the reasons why i voted for donald trump because god has given this person uh talent and a good head for business and my rationale behind that was that if he could be that successful he could help us get out of this debt that's why i voted for donald trump yeah yeah you see because I don't have those skills that he has, okay? Mm-hmm. But he's very successful. He's a self-made billionaire. Mm-hmm. He knows how to manage. And I would say, well, gee, wouldn't that be great if we could hire him to run our country and he used those skills mm-hmm. to get us out of this debt that George Bush put us in? Well, because now, you Dad, have to remember, let me, let me correct you, you on a little something. Office, we had a balanced budget. Well, well Dad, the, uh, Trump's not self-made. And and George Bush didn't do it all by himself. Okay, this debt has been being built. Um, you familiar with Neil Howe, the gentleman that I I did a TV series about six years ago, um, America's Next Great Crisis, based uh, on vaguely, the yeah. b- based on the writings of Neil Howe and William Strauss. Well, I can't remember which one of the two gentlemen. They've written eight books together, six of them with each other, and they wrote they've each written one book with one other scholar and one of them wrote a book with Pete Peterson back in 1988 about the debt and they were saying that when when it got to be in the uh you know early part of the next century this debt was going to explode and cause a collapse and they say this is the most predictable crisis ever and it and it is predictable, and it's been going yeah. on for a very very long time. And the problem, Dad, is that when uh, tax revenue increases, spending uh, increases, and the spending is always more than the tax revenue. So yes. we yeah. we have to do what we do when we sit down at the kitchen table, and people are just unwilling to do that. And because Trump is uh, trying to tell people that. Um, you know, you really have to tighten the belt and, and drain the swamp and take yeah. money from these people. This is the source of their anger and hatred. These people literally want to continue stealing from our grandchildren in order to enrich themselves. And the the swamp, I mean, right now, Dad, the swamp is back in control of Washington. Yeah, they are. Yeah. When, when they got rid of Steve Bannon, they, they're back in control, okay? Yeah. And a lot of these people that uh, Trump has, uh, they would be very comfortable uh, working for the Democrats. And a lot of them, as a matter of fact, uh, McMaster was uh, raised in rank by Obama, was appointed to the National Security Council by Obama. Um, quite a few of them uh, were Obama appointees that are still there. Trump should have fired them on day one, let alone elevate their status. Even yeah. Trump's children are far left liberals. I mean, Trump's daughter is best friends with Chelsea Clinton. 
Yeah, I, I heard about that. Yeah. Okay. I mean, so so come on now. These, uh, you know, uh, Gary Cohn, a big Wall Street uh, billionaire from Goldman Sachs, far left wing neoliberal, and and people think that these liberals. Well, neoliberals, they're really not liberal. I, I'm a liberal, okay, in a classical sense. You, you're dead. You're a classic liberal, okay? A liberal believes in liberty. And yeah. these people, they don't believe in liberty. They believe in shutting down their opposition. And, yeah. and, you, and what they're doing with the thing in Charlottesville is they're, they're telling a huge lie, and there's so many people repeating the lie. And the lie is that... These Klansmen are really Republicans. Well, you know, it's been said if you keep telling that same lie over and over and over again, eventually they'll start believing it. Yeah, that sounds like a playbook out of Saul Alinsky. It is. It is. And this, you know, this this is this is not. You know, the Bible says there's nothing new under the sun, and this right. is what's happening. And so, well, this and, is why and, I like to encourage people to to to, to educate yourselves. You know. And don't just vote Democrat just because your parents did it and you've been voting Democrat for the last 20, 30 years. Get involved. Read up on what they stand for and make your own decision. Yeah. Because based on what my research and what the Democrats stand for, uh, I, I am not a Democrat. I am a conservative. I don't go with all that stuff they're talking about. I don't. Well, amen for that, Dad. And uh, did you see, last thing, because we're a little bit late for this uh, quarter after the hour break, did you see uh, at the last uh presidential um convention the democrats had in north carolina in charlotte north carolina not this one the previous one in 2012 they uh it was brought to their attention by the republicans that there was not one single mention of god almighty in the democrat platform and so they hustled out to the to the podium to take a vote to add a, just a mention now, not that they're going to change their ways, but okay, like we can't let this stand. We got to trick them. We got them because a lot of Christians vote Democrat. So now that the Republicans have outed us, we have to trick them and make them think we're just as much a Christian as they are. And they Absolutely. put it to a vote to tens of thousands of people that filled up that uh, stadium. And the vote was no. They voted no. They did not want a mention of God in the Democrat platform. Now, these are the leaders of your Democrat Party out there for you and the listening audience. Yeah. And so what they did was they banged the gavel and they said the amendment passed and it is and the platform is so amended. And, Dad, there was a cascade of boos that those people have all these problems because they've taken God out of everything. Exactly. Those people got out of everything. I want to make one quick question because I know you're up against a hard break here. You mentioned earlier about the uh, congressman or senator who was uh, calling from Missouri wanting for Trump to be assassinated. Trump. Yes, I, I don't know what's the matter with people. Don't they know that those are buzzwords that will have the FBI climbing all over you? And you know what happened the next day, Dad? Several cops what? were shot. One is dead already. Another one is clinging to life. Okay, these were police assassinations. This is what happens. But they have families, too, and they are also human beings. But, Dad, these are evil people. They don't care about that. Just like the the Muslim that uh, drove a car through a crowd in uh, Madrid, Spain, and some ignoramus on the news uh, was questioning a guest 
and noted that the person was zigzagging through the crowd. And this chick had the nerve to ask, while they were zigzagging, do you think they were trying to hit people? I mean, <laughs> I mean, did she get her degree in a Cracker Jack box? <laughs> I mean, Dad, I have to write everything in crayon for these people. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Listen, Dad, we got to move and take our break. Okay. Thank You're doing you. a good job. Keep up the good work. Thank oh, you so much. and by much. the way, you don't have to worry about any threats because if anybody wants to get to you, son, they have to go through Jesus Christ. Amen. Okay? <laughs> I appreciate that. Have a good that. day. You too, Bye-bye. Dad. Bye now. All right, folks, uh, 804-454-1366 is the number. If you're listening online or on 97.7 FM, we would love to hear from you, 804-454-1366. A man and his microphone, Brother Craig. Hello, Virginia. Brother Craig here with a little message about giving out of the abundance that God has blessed you with. If this great nation is going to be saved, then we in the Christian Conservative Constitutional Coalition have to be in the vanguard. There are so many brave and God-fearing groups and individuals engaged in the battle of this rendezvous with destiny. There are social welfare groups like the Salvation Army at SalvationArmyUSA.org. Military groups like Special Operations Wounded Warriors at SOWWCharity.com. Christian groups like the Virginia Christian Alliance at VAChristian.org and SaltAndLightCouncil.org. And there's also churches and others, many, many very worthy groups out here doing the Lord's work. So we support not only our own group, TheFirstAmendmentInc.com, which keeps us on the air, but the main thing for you, the listener, is to give. Give somewhere, give generously, and give often. And give in the measure that God has given to you. Thank you, Virginia, and God bless you. Listen as your day unfolds, challenge what the future holds. Try and keep your head up to the sky. Lovers, they may cause you tears. Go ahead, release your fears. Stand up and be counted. Don't be ashamed to cry. You gotta be, you gotta be better. Welcome you back to the program, Virginia. Your friendly neighborhood hatch band, Brother Craig, coming you back at you live here on Virginia's Big Dog Radio Program. As we listen to a little bit of uh, Des Ray telling you, you gotta be bad, you gotta be bold, you gotta be wise. And, uh,. A lot going on as we've been documenting here, folks, and uh, we're going to continue on uh, with our, our basic theme uh, for today's program is uh, is really the, the truth of Democrats. Now, these calls uh, by Democrat leaders, and this would be Nancy Pelosi, former leader of the House. This would be the governor of the state of Virginia, uh, Terry McAuliffe. Okay, uh, you you talk about a huge, huge criminal, um, un, and now and un, 
let's let's be fair, an unconvicted criminal. Okay, but uh, and and that even begs a question: if you have not, if you've committed a crime, but you have not been convicted in a court of law, are you a criminal? I say yes, you are. Okay, because he knows what he did, and the heavenly Father knows what he did. Now, the simple fact that you and and everyone else may not know. That's totally irrelevant. Now, once a court of law knows about it, then you would become a convicted criminal or at least a criminal that's put on trial. And, uh, you know, and, and it, as it so happens, it's just so uh, hard uh, for a Democrat to get convicted because the Democrats have packed the courts. And see, the Demo- and, and again, I started the program saying we're at war. And the Democrats have known for years that we're at war. Why? Because it is they who are at war with us, just like it is Satan who is at war with God. God's not, you know, at war with Satan. Satan is at war with God. I mean, Satan is a pimple on an elephant's rear end to God. But Satan is the one. And so it, the, the Democrat Party is always the aggressor, whether it's the golden Knights of the Golden Circle, then the, 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 the uh, Ku Klux Klan, what they call the Knights of the Ku Klux Klan. And again, the Klan was the military wing of the Democrat Party. And this is and so what you had in Charlottesville was ghosts of Democrat past fighting with current Democrat thugs. And that is really what you had. You did not have, you know, liberty minded people fighting, you know, of, you know, freedom fighters fighting oppressors. This is the way the Democrats uh, try to uh, uh, um, make the thing sound that Antifa and Black Lives Matter, they're freedom fighters. The Democrats love freedom. And so they say, and Republicans love oppression. So they say. Republican Party's position at its founding has not changed from then, which was 1854, to today. The Republican Party's position on freedom has not changed. In 1854, the Republican Party said to the Democrat Party, no, Mr. Democrat, you cannot have slaves any longer. Okay, they were founded as the anti-slavery party. The first... uh, president elected for the for the republicans abraham lincoln okay now that's not to say slavery was the only issue in the civil war i know it was not it had it had there were a lot of other issues you know the unity of the nation the the way tax uh revenue was divvied up uh with you know there was no income tax there was an excise tax and there were the south had more goods relative to the population because of you know large plantations you had large goods in the north you had to take raw material and make something and in the south you just you grew it and shipped it okay so excise taxes the north could not allow that tax base to go i get there were and there were other reasons i get that but the great moral question actually was slavery and that part was brought into the civil war uh, once the the uh, South started winning, and the uh, the North needed to do something, and so you know what they did was they unleashed uh, Sherman and Grant, and I mean Sherman went through and burned cities to the ground, 
And, you know, today when we see um, innocence in war, uh, civilians in war being hurt, we get it on TV, we get it on radio, we get it on the Internet, we get it on the 6 o'clock news, uh, we get it in a 24-7 news cycle, and we're appalled by it. Well, in the Civil War, you just, you really had the beginning of still photography, and that's all you had, newspapers. It took time for this to get out. And so a lot of it went unknown as warfare had for ever since you've had warfare, okay? But if this had to be done today, people would be appalled because they would be knowing about it in real time as it would happen, that poor people who did not own slaves, had no interest in slavery, would have their their farms burned down, their, their, their families killed off. And so uh, up around that grew a lot of resentment because people were seeing themselves in a state, they saw themselves as a nation. And it was not known, it was not seen the way it is today as one nation. You were seen as being a member of the nation of Virginia, the nation of Carolina, the nation of Kentucky, the nation of Texas. Okay, and so people were fighting for their nation, not so much to say, well, I think we want to keep you people in slavery. So we got therefore we're going to fight. No, there was some that some in leadership that benefit from it doing that. But what benefit was that to a poor man? None. He's just defending his home. We'll unpack it a little more on the other side of the break. back to the program virginia your friendly neighborhood hatchet man brother craig coming back at you live here on virginia's big dog radio program this is a man's world you tell him james brown as we listen to a little bit of that very famous song i hope to make that song even more famous i'm telling you and uh let me think we have a caller on the line and i want to finish this thought about the uh democrat party and what happened in Charlottesville uh, with these uh, statues and the rally. This guy, Jason Kessler, is is a Democrat, okay? And, you know, Republicans have to stop taking the bait and have to stop apologizing for things for which they have no reason to apologize. The Democrat Party founded the Ku Klux Klan, okay? The Democrat Party was the party of massive resistance, the Democrat Party has, they're like a skunk where everywhere they go, they left not only a stench, but a trail, just like we started the program about the founder of the modern Democrat Party, old Hickory Jackson, uh, famous for the Trail of Tears and Death. Everywhere the Democrat Party goes, they leave a trail of tears and death. And so what you had in Charlottesville was the old Democrats uh, the, these are young, young white males, basically grandchildren of Klansmen, and they are fighting the new thugs. And the, and the Democrats' mo is identical. Okay, they had the Klan 
cover their faces with a hood. They have Antifa cover their faces with with black rags, and they're doing the exact same thing. Intimidation, violence, and the, the new thugs are fighting the old thugs. But the Republicans had nothing to do with any of that. Christians have nothing to do with any of that. Constitutionalists have nothing to do with any of that. Our coalition, the Christian, conservative, constitutional, capitalistic coalition, have nothing to do with any of that. And this guy, Jason Kessler, was a Barack Obama Democrat supporter, and he was uh, a, uh, a rabble-rouser in the Occupy movement, and just because Trump has won, now his next thing, see, they've been planning this for a while. This didn't just pop up. This was planned and executed flawlessly, just like the Democrats planned the, the phony war on women with uh, Mitt Romney. They asked this question to Mitt Romney in a debate, uh, do you oppose women having birth control? And Mitt didn't know what to say. He just blah, 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 blah. Because, I mean, what sane person would want to deny a woman a $10 pack of birth control pills? It's ridiculous. Or a $1 condom, okay? A pack of condoms, uh, 12 bucks for a 12 pack. Birth control pills, 10 bucks for a 30 day supply. It, it, but they parlay that. See, the Democrats get together and they plan these things out. And then they get to the point, oh, Dem- Republicans hate women. And so that ran its course. Now, Republicans are Klansmen and Republicans hate blacks. It's always Republicans hate someone. And this guy was a plant. And it's obvious his group, Unity and Security for America, was founded in January of this year, folks. In January. So how does this guy go from being an Occupy Wall Street operative hating on capitalists to all of a sudden now he's hating on black people? This was just a, a, a Democrat who put out a false flag operation to draw in these uh, semi-retarded people like the guy that drove that car, his eyes close together. He's been on schizophrenia medicine his whole life. His father died in an auto accident, hit by a drunk driver two months before he was born. The, the, The guy looks like a brother cousin, okay? And he drives through a crowd, and all of a sudden, the Democrat operative that called this group, plus the Democrats that called in and paid for Antifa and Black Lives Matter to show up, plus the Democrat-run mayor, city of Charlottesville, and the police department that stood down and forced these brother cousins to exit the area where they were through a phalanx of Antifa people who who were described by a Democrat-leaning journalist they, they were described in military terms, okay? The outcome was known. The outcome was known. And the hospitals in Charlottesville were told to be ready for patients to come. So this was planned violence. The Democrats got what they wanted. They are the party of violence. They are the party of slavery. It's not that they used to be the party of slavery. They still are. And so now I want to know, we have, who is this, Jeff from Chesterfield? Yes, sir. I want to know what are your thoughts on this on this Charlottesville issue and 
who is culpable? Is this some big accident well, or is someone culpable? Well, I, I, I think there's failures on a lot of parts. Um, if I could, I'd like to make a comment uh, on uh, Republicans and Democrats. You know, long before there were Republicans and Democrats, there were Christians in this country. Uh, many people say that Christians founded this country. They brought the Bible over with them, and they used the Bible and the, the words in it to help found it. And uh, it's my opinion that, uh, that the Bible caused a lot of this. The Bible endorses slavery and how to beat people. It encourages... Sir, you are absolutely wrong. If you will go to Exodus chapter 21, Moses was still talking after he came down from the mount. He was telling people about, about slavery, how they could beat their slaves up to the point that they were uh, dead, but they couldn't kill them as long as they could get up out of bed in a few days. The Bible has Sir. many atrocities in it. Sir. It endorses the murder of children. Hold on. All right. Hold on. Okay. Yes, sir. You obviously, hold on. You're obviously not a Christian. You, no, you, sir. You obviously I, don't. Hold on. Hold on. You obviously don't read the Bible to... Because you, I have read you, the Bible. When on. I was younger, I was involved in it. I taught Sunday school class. I was even going to be a youth minister. The more I read it, the more questions I had, the more it didn't make sense. Okay. I couldn't understand Fine. how great a power could Fine. promote such okay. inhumanity Sir, to each other. Sir, I don't want to. Uh, look, uh, I'm going to have to put you on hold if you don't let the host get a word in edgewise. You're yes, going to get a chance to come back, okay? Yes, sir. Thank but, you, sir. All right. Thank you for the call. Now, okay, I'm okay Christian faith is what eliminated slavery. Slavery existed in the world everywhere. And it's not that it was a perfect world occupied by perfect people. But you cannot find a faith anywhere where the whole idea of freedom, which is what Jesus Christ, because a Christian is a believer in Christ, and that is what I am, and that is what the majority of my audience is. That's actually what the majority of this country is. Now, yes, you're free to be whatever you want in a yes. Christian nation. You could not go to an Islamic nation and quote the Quran and, and, and talk about how the founder of Islam literally cut heads off. Not that right. he said something. He did it himself. You could not do that and then survive. Right. You would be killed, your house would be burned down, and your whole family right. would be killed. And you know I speak the truth, right yes, or wrong. Sir. Absolutely you do, sir. Now, Jesus, Jesus has, 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 is on record as saying to Peter, who sought to defend him when he was being taken to the cross, mm -hmm. to put your sword down. Mm -hmm. Peter used his sword to defend Jesus. Right. Cut a centurion's ear. It's written that Jesus reached up and healed the man's ear mm -hmm. and then went to the cross without a mumbling word, without a right. complaint. Oh, no, this is unfair. I'm innocent. You're wrong. None of that. Okay? Right. None yes, of sir. that. That is Christianity. Now, the mm -hmm. simple fact that you can't look at the book of Ecclesiastes, which is also in the Bible, and see there's a time for everything. A time to love, a time to hate, a time to kill, a time to heal, a time to throw stones, a time to gather stones together, a time for everything under the sun. Okay? Mm -hmm. You obviously can't absorb that. And so 
you start out in, uh, in, in, in the family of God, and you allow Satan to whisper in your ear and say, hey, there's something here that doesn't make sense to you, and so therefore you abandon it and you throw the baby out with the bathwater. I disagree. Now that I think that is unfortunate. You, that, I mean, sir, you, dis, you just told me that you did that. So you disagreeing is like disagreeing with one plus one equals two. You don't get to disagree with one plus one equals two, nor do you get to disagree with something you just told me. And see, this is where the arrogance of Christianity comes in, because you are just unwilling to consider anything. I mean, look, Christianity was so. Used if to I don't witches, consider that one plus one equals eleven, I'm was arrogant. Used to burn people at the stake for being witches. There's Sir, a lot of that was outside. That Hold on. That was outside of there's nothing in Christianity that said you can burn someone at the stake, unlike in Islam. It wasn't atheists that were going up there claiming that they were witches and against God and dragging them out their house and burning them at the stake. No, it was Christians holding their, cri- their, their crosses and their Bibles. Sir, there are all kinds and, of people and, and, that and, do and things. In the, we, we're de- I'm dealing with... What that, you just made the exact sir. point I wanted to make. There are people that do all kinds of things. There are Christian religious extremists in this country. But that is not like a you Christian. That have good hearts, sir. That, okay, let's say your name is Smith. A lot of hatred in this country, sir. Yes, sir. Jeff, let's say yes, your sir? name is Jeff Smith, and you're okay. the Smith family, and you right. have a large family, a proud family. You have a what's called a family name. Right. And now I'm not a Smith, but I come along and I start doing mischief. I start uh, breaking the peace of the community. I kill. I burn someone at the stake. I steal. I lie. I rape. I say I do this thing. Well, who are you? Why, Mm -hmm. I'm Craig Smith. Mm -hmm. Does that besmirch the Smith name because I said it with my lips when the Smith family has You're no, using a hypothetical situation. Well, what else can that, I use, that, sir? That, that I don't feel is related to what we're talking about at all here. This because you have an agenda. Because here. you. Oh. This is about a book that has been perverted by a lot of people to condone a lot of evil in its name. Well, yes, what in the book a, is, is good, sir? Is there anything in the that, book that's the good? The community needs to take responsibility for the things in their Bible that are written sir? that are not... That, that, that are not good, that are hurting people, that people know are evil, that there are laws against these days. You can't go drag somebody out of their house now and kill them because you think they're a witch because they did something that somebody said they did or Sir, they did something that didn't make sense. Okay, this has to be it because th- what you're doing is 100% wrong. Okay, you're taking... No, what you're doing is you're not allowing a different point of view. You're just wanting to gloss it over and act like the Bible Kelsey, has Kelsey, no how many minutes have I given this jackass? Oh, now you're coming at me. You're a great Christian. Seven? You're resorting to okay. calling me names. How mature of you. Exa- fine. Yes, this is what I do. I use person. words to make points. I've given and you I'm seven minutes, too, sir. You cannot combat my words. The reason you're angry is because you can't you can't dismiss my words as something stupid or silly. It and is stupid and fear, silly. And you're fearful Put him on hold. Don't hang up on him. Put him on hold. Okay, right, I'll bring I'll put him on hold. I'll bring you back in a minute if you if you care to hang around. Okay, now the the simple fact of the matter is that this the the fault. My point was that people that did things like burn someone at the stake, 
that is totally against the teachings of Jesus Christ. 100% totally against, okay? And so this gentleman says that my example of if I took his good family name and falsely besmirched the name that his family spent uh, generations building up a good name, and I went out and did something and falsely told people, well, I'm a member of the Smith family. Now, he says that's, you know, that's uh, an example that doesn't make sense. That's an example that makes perfect sense because that's what the Salem witch trials were about. Okay? And the same thing for the, uh, the, the Spanish Inquisition. All right, and the Spanish Inquisition went on for 450 years, and if you divide the number of people killed into the 450 years, it comes out to six people per year. Islam has killed over 100 million people, and this guy has nothing to say about Islam. He has nothing to say about atheism. This guy has nothing to say about communism. He has nothing to say about um, Mao Zedong. Okay, when you take the 86 million people killed by Mao, you take the, the uh, 11 million killed by Hitler, not including those killed in World War II that he started, okay? You take the, the, um, the 20 million killed by um, Lenin, you take those that Stalin killed, you take the 8 million that were literally starved to death in the Ukraine. The U Ukraine was the breadbasket of Europe, they, they uh, called them the kulaks. These were the uh, peasant farmers. They were very prosperous farmers. They had little family farms. They were so successful that they fed all of Central Europe uh, with just with their farms alone. When the uh, atheists and the communists wanted to nationalize their farms and these people refused to give them up, they starved them to death. And they were literally dying by the thousands per day. And he has nothing to say about any of that. It's just all Christianity. And I'm giving this man pushback, and I've given him about 10 minutes of airtime, and he falsely says that I, I have nothing to say about it, that I can't handle him. I have handled him. It's like the guy says 1 plus 1 equals 11, and I prove that it equals 2, and he says I can't handle him. Bring him back on. Are you still there, Jeff? Yes, sir, I am. Yes, okay, sir. You anything you have to say. To. I, I appreciate that, and I respect that about you. I, I, I was really concerned you weren't going to bring me back, and I do appreciate that. That shows some character. Thank you, sir. Um, as far as the, uh, you know, you talking about how many people were killed by this and that, you know, I, I called because, you know, this, this, you were a Christian-focused pro program, and that's what I was wanting to talk about. But, you know, Christians have killed many people, too. Look at the Holy Wars, the Crusades. Sir, again, hold on sir. now. Hold on. The whole, the truth, you, you have, sir, a, so, hold on, me, I have to answer you, sir. Seconds? No, you've had, like, about 15 minutes, and I have uh, something kind of long I need to close with. I just need to answer the Crusades. The Crusades, the, the Muslims attacked Christianity for 450 years before the first crusade was begun. And that My was issue of imaginary with imaginary friends. They believe in a book. Sir. What about the holy wars? 
What about what the white people did when they came to America oh, to, the, to the American S- Indians? They sir, were declared godless heathen savages, that, and they, sir, were, they have been almost that was your That was your Democrat Party, and we no, had sir. Christians no, in the sir. Republican that Party that fought that. Republicans. And are that still fighting. That was before fighting. Democrats and Republicans. When I've got to let you go, sir. Godless heathen okay. savages. Got to let you go. All right. Yes, sir, we, I understand. Uh, you can't defend that. You have a good day, sir, and thank you for your time. I appreciate it. What a weak wuss. Can't defend that. I give this guy 15 minutes. I mean, this is this is the thing with the same thing with the Occupy movement and and these Democrats and these left wingers. I give this guy 15 minutes on my program, and he. I mean, because I don't give him the whole program, that there's something wrong with the way I run my show. I mean, let's take our final break, and when we come back, I'm going to share with you uh, some words of wisdom from James Allen. Uh, in the book, As a Man Thinketh. A man and his microphone. Brother Craig. Hello, Virginia. Brother Craig here with a little message about giving out of the abundance that God has blessed you with. If this great nation is going to be saved, then we in the Christian Conservative Constitutional Coalition have to be in the vanguard. There are so many brave and God-fearing groups and individuals engaged in the battle of this rendezvous with destiny. There are social welfare groups like the Salvation Army at SalvationArmyUSA.org. Military groups like Special Operations Wounded Warriors at SOWWCharity.com. Christian groups like the Virginia Christian Alliance at VAChristian.org and SaltAndLightCouncil.org. And there's also churches and others, many, many very worthy groups out here doing the Lord's work. So we support not only our own group, thefirstamendmentinc.com, which keeps us on the air, but the main thing for you, the listener, is to give. Give somewhere, give generously, and give often. And give in the measure that God has given to you. Thank you, Virginia, and God bless you. Virginia, your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig, that beautiful, beautiful song uh, written by a former slaver. And this is the beauty of Christian faith. And it's so unfortunate that my previous caller, Jeff, uh, does not get it. Okay. And um, and there are many people out there and they are taught this tripe uh, by 
the coalition of evil, and that would be number one, the Democrat Party. Okay, that would be number two, atheists. That would be Muslim fundamentalists. That would be um, communists. That would be socialists. That would be fascists. All these different isms. These people. What the coalition of evil has in common is that they believe your rights and my rights come from man and that there is no God. And it's so unfortunate that Jeff was snatched away. I mean, Jesus even said to Peter, uh, Peter, Satan is trying to sift you. And I just find it so, uh, so sad that Jeff was sifted by Satan. And there are many people out there that have been sifted by Satan. And these Antifa thugs, they're being sifted by Satan one by one. Uh, they, uh, I, I saw a guy uh, in Charlottesville, a uh, black guy with a mask on and a flamethrower uh, because they say, hey, these people are evil. They deserve for you to set them on fire. And this guy has the nerve to call up to me and tell me that something that happened, you know, over, you know, really centuries ago that I'm supposed to accept culpability as a Christian for something that people did and then falsely said it was in the name of Christianity. Falsely. And here you have people in the coalition of evil setting people on fire right now, and he has nothing to say about it, okay? And so here you had a guy caught on video one week ago yesterday. Eight days ago, he's caught on video with a flamethrower trying to set someone on fire. You can pull up on YouTube right now Muslims in the Middle East setting people on fire in cages, drowning people in cages, uh, line up 18 people on the on a beach and then cut all 18 of them, just saw their heads off and then hold their heads up in the air and shout to their their Allah. OK. One of the biggest things these people use is the 10th commandment, you shall not covet. And it's unfortunate. I'm going to have to probably just do this next week. I have in my hands a book. It was my intention to share some things from you. It's a book titled As a Man Thinketh, written by James Allen over 100 years ago. And we have, what, about three minutes in the program. I'm going to read a little bit to you. And, uh, and this, is, this chapter is entitled The Effect of Thought on Circumstances. And this is in the, in the middle of the chapter here. We begin to be mature adults only when we cease to whine and revile and commence to search for the hidden justice which regulates our lives. We adapt our minds to that regulating factor. As we adapt our lives to that regulating factor, we cease to name others as the cause of our condition, but begin to build ourselves up in strong and noble thoughts. We cease to kick against circumstances but begin to use them as aids to more rapid progress and as a means of discovering the hidden powers and possibilities within ourselves. Law, not confusion, is the dominating principle in the universe. Justice, not injustice, is the soul and substance of life. And righteousness, not corruption, is the molding and moving force in the spiritual government of the world. This being so, we must right ourselves to find that the universe is right. And during the process of putting ourselves right, we will find 
that as our thoughts are altered toward things and other people, things and other people will alter their thoughts towards us. The proof of this truth is in every person, and it therefore admits of easy investigation by systemic, systematic introspection and self-analysis. And I'm going to have to let that be the last word, folks. And uh, and we're going to see you here uh, next week. But I promise you, next week we're going to I'm going to get into this book as a man thinketh, and um, because that we need more of that. We need more introspection, and we need more truth, uh, particularly of Christian faith. That Christian faith is made up of sinners that have looked themselves in the mirror and decided that. Uh, you know, I can't do this. I need Jesus Christ. I need the forgiveness that comes through Christ. And we can still say, uh, just like that song, Amazing Grace. Here's the best news and talk. AM 820 WNTW Chester is the answer.